0: chapter seven part four of the no plays of japan by various authors translated by arthur waley eighteen eighty nine to nineteen sixty six this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by expatriate in bangor maine chapter seven part four ikkaku sennin the one-horned rishi Arishi lived in the hills near benares under strange circumstances a roe bore him a son whose form was human save that a single horn grew on his forehead and that he had stag's hoofs instead of feet he was given the name ekashringa one horn one day it was raining in the hills ekashringa slipped and hurt himself for his hoofs were ill suited to his human frame he cursed the rain and owing to his great merit and piety his prayer was answered no rain fell for many months the king of benares saw that the drought would soon bring famine he called together his counsellors and one of them told him the cause of the disaster the king published a proclamation promising half of his kingdom to any who could break the rishi's spell then the harlot shanta came to the king and said i will bring you this rishi riding him pick so she set out for the mountains carrying fruit and wine having seduced the rishi she persuaded him to follow her to Benares. Just outside the town she lay down, saying that she was too tired to go a step further. Then I will carry you pickaback, said the Rishi, and so Shanta fulfilled her promise. In the no play, which is by Kumparu zembo Motoyasu, fourteen fifty three to fifteen thirty two, the Rishi has overpowered the rain dragons and shut them up in a cave. Shanta a noble lady of benares is sent to tempt him the rishi yields to her and loses his magic power there comes a mighty rumbling from the cave chorus down blows the mountain wind with a wild gust the sky grows dark the rock cave quakes huge boulders crash on every side the dragon's forms appear Ikaku. then the rishi in great alarm chorus then the rishi in great alarm pursued them with a sharp sword and the dragon king girt with the armour of wrath waving a demon blade fought with him for a little while but the rishi had lost his magic weaker and weaker he grew till at last he lay upon the ground then the dragon king joyfully pierced the dark clouds thunder and lightning filled the pools of heaven and fast the great rain fell the wide floods were loosed over the white waves flying, the white waves that rise, homeward he hastens to the dragon city of the sea. End of Ikaku Senin the One Horn Rishi. Yamauba, the Dame of the Mountains, revised by komparu Zenchiku Ujinobu from an original by Seami. Yamauba is the fairy of the mountains, which have been under her care since the world began she decks them with snow in winter with blossoms in spring her tasks carrying her eternally from hill to valley and valley to hill she has grown very old wild white hair hangs down her shoulders her face is very thin there was a courtesan of the capital who made a dance representing the wanderings of yamauba it had such success that people called this courtesan yamauba though her real name was Hyakuma once when Hyakuma was travelling across the hills to shinano to visit the zenko temple she lost her way and took refuge in the hut of a mountain girl who was none other than the real Yamauba. in the second part of the play the aged fairy appears in her true form and tells the story of her eternal wanderings round and round on and on from hill to hill from valley to valley in spring decking the twigs with blossom in autumn clothing the hills with moonlight, in winter shaking snow from the heavy clouds, on and on, round and round, caught in the wheel of fate, striding to the hilltops, sweeping through the valleys. Chorus On and on, from hill to hill, Awhile our eyes behold her, but now she has vanished over the hills, vanished we know not where. The hill, says a commentator, is the hill of life, where men wander from incarnation to incarnation never escaping from the wheel of life and death hotoku nohara by seami gyo was the mistress of kiyomori 1118 to 1181 the greatest of the tairas one day there arrived at his camp a famous dancing girl called hotoke kiyomori was for sending her away but gyo who had heard wonderful stories of hotoke's beauty was anxious to see her and persuaded kiyomori to let hotoke dance before him kiyomori fell in love with the dancer and after a while gyo was dismissed she became a nun and with her mother and sister lived in a hut in the wilds of sangano hotoke full of remorse at her rival's dismissal found no pleasure in her new honours and saying it was i who brought her to this fled in nun's clothing to the hut at sangano here the four women lived together singing ceaseless prayers to buddha in the play the ghost of Hotoka appears to a travelling priest and tells the story which is indeed a curious and arresting one mari the football a footballer died at the capital when the news was brought to his wife she became demented and performed a sort of football mass for his soul the eight players in a game of football she declared represent the eight chapters in the hokke scripture if the four goal posts are added the number obtained is twelve which is the number of the causes and effects which govern life do not think of football as a secular game the play ends with a football ballet the journal of the great twelfth-century footballer fujiwara no narimichi contains the following story i had brought together the best players of the time to assist me in celebrating the completion of my thousandth game we set up two altars and upon the one we placed our footballs while on the other we arranged all kinds of offerings then holding on to prayer ribbons which we had tied to them we worshipped the footballs that night i was sitting at home near the lamp grinding my ink with the intention of recording the day's proceedings in my journal when suddenly the football which i had dedicated came bouncing into the room followed by three children of about four years old their faces were human but otherwise they looked like monkeys what horrid creatures i thought and asked them roughly who they were we are the football sprites they said and if you want to know our names so saying they lifted their hanging locks and i saw that each of them had his name written on his forehead as follows spring willow flower quiet summer wood and autumn garden then they said pray remember our names and deigned to become our mimori honourable guardian your success at mimari honourable football will then continually increase and so saying they disappeared toru by kwanami or Seami, toru was a priest who built a great palace at rokujo kawara near kyoto in its grounds was a counterfeit of the bay of naniwa which was filled and emptied twice a day in imitation of the tides labourers toiled up from the seashore which was many miles distant carrying pails of salt water in the play a priest passing through rokujo kawara meets an old man carrying salt water pails it is the ghost of toru in the second part he rehearses the luxury and splendour of his life at the great palace rokujo kawara no in my guruma the dance wagons by miyamasu date unknown a man of kamakura went for a year to the capital and fell in love with a the girl there when it was time for him to return to kamakura he took her with him but his parents did not like her and one day when he was not at home they turned her out of the house thinking that she would have gone towards the capital the man set out in pursuit of her at dusk he came to a village he was told that if he lodged there he must take part next day in the wagon dancing which was held in the sixth month of each year in honour of the god gion he told them that he was heart-sore and foot-sore and could not dance next day the villagers formed into two parties the first party mounted the wagon and danced a bijin zoroya a ballad about the twelve ladies whom narihira loved the second party danced a ballad called tsumado the story of which is, Hosho, abbot of the Hyazan, was sitting late one summer night by the window of the Nine Perceptions, near the couch of the Ten Vehicles, in a room sprinkled with the holy water of yoga, washed by the moonlight of the Three Mysteries. Suddenly there was a the sound of hammering on the double doors, and when he opened the doors and looked, why, there stood the Chancellor Kwan, who had died on the twenty-fifth day of the second month. Why have you come so late in the night, Chancellor Quan? When I lived in the world foul tongues slandered me. I am come to destroy my enemies with thunder. Only the home of meditation shall be spared. Note. Home of meditation, the cell of the Zen priest. End note. But if you will make me one promise I will not harm you. Swear that you will go no more to court. I would not go, though they sent twice to fetch me, but if they sent a third time, then chancellor kwan with a strange look on his face drew a pomegranate from his sleeve put it between his lips crunched it with his teeth and spat it at the double doors suddenly the red pomegranate turned into fire a great flame flickered over the double doors when the abbot saw it he twisted his fingers into the gesture of libation he recited the water spell of the letter Vam, and the flames died down and the double doors still stand before the abbot's cell on the hill of hiei when the two dances were over the master of ceremonies called for a dance from one of those who had been watching a girl stepped forward and said she would dance the dance of torah parting from sukenari then they called across to the man who had lost his wife he was over by the other wagon come you must dance now forgive me i cannot dance indeed you must dance then i will dance the dance of torah parting from sukinari but this dance said the master of ceremonies is to be danced by a girl on the other side you must think of another dance man i know no other dance master of ceremonies here's a pretty fix ha huh, i have it let's set the wagons side by side and the two of them shall dance their dance together when they step up onto the wagons the man finds that his partner is the wife he was seeking for they begin to dance the dance of Tora, but soon break off to exchange happy greetings. The play ends with a great ballet of rejoicing. There is one whole group of plays to which I have hitherto made no reference, those in which a mother seeks for her lost child. Mrs. Stopes has translated Sumidagawa and Mr Sansom Sakuragawa. Another well known play of this kind is Midera, a description of which will be found in an appendix at the end of this book. Page 265. A few other plays, such as Nishikini, Motomezuka, and Kinuta, I have omitted for lack of space and because it did not seem to me that I could in any important way improve on existing versions of them. End of chapter 7. Recording by expatriate in Bangor, Maine.